Hi, everybody. It's Bryn Griffiths and Paul Almeida, and welcome to the Group Travel Europe podcast, which is powered by Azercan.net. This is kind of new. It is. It's our new podcast that we're using to preview and announce great new tours to Europe. We don't happen to have one, do we? We do have one, Bryn. Well, let's tell everybody exactly what's going on with Europa Classico. Yeah, the Europa Classico sightseeing tour. It's not Classico? No, I don't think oh, so. okay. All right. I don't think it's ever been Classico. Okay, just, just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, tell me about Europa Classico. Well, three of us, Bryn. Yes. Marty Forbes. Yes. And myself. We're sitting yes. around and we're talking about a potential tour to Europe. Okay, I believe we were having an espresso, were we not? When we at Marty's favorite place, which yes. shall be nameless, unless we're getting paid for it. Absolutely, we, we will not say anything because that would be a plug of Grande uh, <laughs> a Venti. Uh, uh, actually, you're right. We would go from Grande to Vente in terms of uh, the exposure that they would be getting. Anyway, let's just move right along. Yeah, they get enough of Marty's money as it is. Ah, yes, they do. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. So we were talking about uh, doing a tour to replace our World Junior Tour that was supposed to be going to Russia that we decided might not be a bad, a good idea at the moment to go to. COVID-related and also the situation in Russia is a little, a little quirky right yeah. now. So we decided that... We weren't going to be able to do the Russian trip, so we decided we better come up with something that we can have some fun on. This is a good one. It's a great trip, and it's an opportunity for some of the people that go on our World Junior trips who like to see each other, like to travel with each other, yeah. to join us. And what we're looking at is going in September, September 10th to 25th. And the countries we're looking to go to are Italy, Germany, Austria, Slovakia, and Hungary. That's an interesting array. And we're talking about September 10th through 25th, 2022. So uh, I can hardly wait. It's, it's, I know it's a ways away, but I can hardly wait, Paul. Well, it's a great tour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the tour day by day just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of where we're going and what we're doing and the th sort of things that we're going to be experiencing and enjoying. So first of all, we're going to be flying from Edmonton on KLM which is nice because it's one stop in Amsterdam directly to Rome. Okay, so we're, we're getting to Rome on day one. And when we arrive, we check in, have dinner, relax, because we'll probably be getting there in the late afternoon on day two. Okay. Day three, we're going to do a uh, walking tour of ancient Rome. So we start at Piazza Venezia, and we walk through ancient Rome. We get to see all the ruins. Um, Will they be finished by the time we get there? They're still working on it. Brent. Okay, all right. <laughs> the reconstruction takes a long time. I know. Rome yeah. wasn't built in a day. No, apparently not. So there you go. So it's a great tour. I've done it before. Um, and, uh, you know, going through Trajan's markets and all the way through to the Colosseum. We'll go into the Colosseum, get to see that fantastic building. Still fantastic. Even though... A lot of it's been destroyed and the marble on it's been reused and repurposed for other buildings through time. It's still an unbelievable structure to look at, okay. unbelievable to walk through and go in and see it. So that's day one. The afternoon, I have uh, a sample walking tour that you can do from Piazza di Popolo 
all the way to the Vatican almost, or to Castel Sant'Angelo, going by the Trevi Fountain, Spanish Steps, Parthenon, all those important sites that you want to see. But it's a nice, easy walk in the afternoon that you can do at your leisure. Beautiful. The rest of the day is free to enjoy in Rome. And there's some nice little neighborhoods that you can go for dinner in the evening. Travesteri is one of them. And uh, just enjoy walking and, and taking in, you know, Rome is a, is a fantastic city. Like the, the history at every corner, that central area, you turn around, you're going you're gonna to run into something that's going to be fantastic. And uh, you're going to lose yourself on some of those back streets and find little nooks and crannies and things. Can we catch a show at Caesar's Palace? Yeah, yes, that be, yes. That, that be possible? Yes. Caesar's probably going to be there. Yeah. Uh, and Rome, for me, is one of the best cities, compact for walking in uh, from one end to the other, all the way to the Vatican. And uh, people are going to love it. I mean, they're absolutely going to love it. Popping into a little store to get a gelato, you know, a little restaurant to get some pasta, fresh pasta made. Um and just the ambiance of Rome, knowing all the history that's gone through there. Um, before we go, obviously, I'll have a little package of information about each area so that when you walk through, you'll notice maybe some things that you would just walk you past. You might just walk by. Walk yeah. by and not realize the importance of it. Uh, so uh, that's day, uh, the real first day of the tour is in Rome. The second day, or day, th- day four, actually, of the tour, we're in the, we go to the Vatican. Okay. And we're going to do a tour of the Vatican museums. Um, it's, it's just amazing the artwork that they have in there that the church has accumulated over centuries. And walking through the Sistine Chapel where, of course, they elect the Pope when there's a new Pope to be elected. The cardinals are locked in there, conclave. What about the paintings on the ceiling? It's amazing. Uh, I mean, Could you imagine if they'd stippled instead of actually painted? <laughs> it would have been horrible. Well, the, the, the thing for me, I've been there a, a couple of times, is you look up, and you know that famous one of Adam yes. trying to reach and touch uh, the finger of, of God? Yeah. It's so small. Really? I thought it was huge, but it's only one of many paintings on the ceiling, and it just... I wasn't prepared for that, and it just blew me away that that one piece of art that must have taken so long to make well, here, is just here, a little portion of that ceiling. Here's the thing, though, is that I'm bringing with me my better half, who has never been to Europe, has not even been off the North American continent before. So the the fun part for me, along being with great people and being in a tour that you're organizing, because I know exactly the great job you do, is the opportunity to see things like that. Yeah. And in the back of your head, you're going to go, oh, it's smaller than I thought, but you're also recognizing at the same time, but I've seen this a million times before, and now I'm seeing the real thing. There's something special about that. Oh, absolutely. That's Europe to me. And on this tour, that's going to happen every day. I know, exactly. Every single day. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, going into St. Peter's Cathedral, you know, that is an awe-inspiring experience. And being in the the square in front of the Vatican, the Vatican Square in front of St. Peter's, and knowing that the papal residence is right there and the Pope might be there. You know what I mean? This is going to sound crazy, too. I want to look for the chimney. Yeah, the chimney's there. You right? can you see know, it. Yeah, Because we see that on television every once in a while. 
Yeah, and so, you could see the chimney that they use when they're electing the Pope. Yeah. And they explain to you how they do it. You know, they vote on the paper, and uh, they burn it, and it comes up. Black or black, white? It's black smoke, yeah. right? When the Pope is elected, they put the little ballots in the little fireplace. Yep. They add a little uh, powder, and it turns the smoke white. And then that tells people on the outside, hey, a new Pope has been elected. I know. It's, a, it's amazing. I'm not Catholic, but I, I do know the significance of it and the power of it, and I think it'll be great to see. Yeah, and just right by there as well as the Castel Sant'Angelo, which, uh, you know, is an amazing building in itself. And for those people who have seen angels and demons, you know, all the fountains and everything throughout Rome, you can follow all the places in there that were in the book. And it's just amazing. And I mean, we've all seen, how many movies have we seen, Bryn, in our lifetime of Rome, of oh, yeah. ancient Rome, Yep. you know, and be able to go to these places? It's it's almost unbelievable that you're standing there. And, uh, uh, you know, it's something that people will never forget going to Rome. If we have a chance in the evening, uh, last time I was in Rome with a group, there was a soccer game. Okay. So we were able to go to a soccer game in the evening, take that experience in as well. So that's always possible as well. Uh, from there, we go north to Tuscany, and we go to Siena. Siena is where they have the Palio. So the Palio is a big race that they have in the square, a horse race. In the square? In the square, once a year. Okay. So horse racing, as we know today, the jockeys wear the silks with the different colors. Yes, that comes from the Palio in Siena because really? the different medieval clans had their would own colors in the would enter a horse in the race. Ah, I get you. And the way to tell them apart is you the the jockey wore the colors of the flag of the medieval clan. Neat. So that's a really interesting place to go to, and again, full of history. The church there is amazing, and uh, from there we'll go to a town called San Gimignano. And San Gimignano is a small village on top of a hill, famous for its towers. So one guy built a tower, the neighbor had to build a taller one. Oh, yeah. And then there's a bigger one, and then a bigger one. And the surrounding countryside is beautiful, unbelievable, rolling Tuscany hills, uh, lots of vineyards in the area, of course. And we'll go in the evening uh, to a winery, do a little tasting, have dinner as well. And then from there, we go to Florence for the evening. So that's a great day in Tuscany. Beautiful. Um, day seven, we're in Florence that morning. And, uh, or sorry, day six, we're in Florence that morning. And we'll do a sightseeing walking tour of Florence. We'll have some free time to shop. The markets there are unbelievable. Leather goods. If you want a leather bag, leather belts, leather coat. You love leather coats. I know that. I do. Leather pants, too. Leather they're, pants, they're back yeah. in fashion, I might you add. Can get the whole, you can get a leather shirt, leather pants, leather belt, leather boots, leather bag, all matching, I'm sure. Well, uh, that's good. As long as they breathe okay, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. We'll just put, poke some holes in them. Beautiful. Um, and then from there in the afternoon, we're going to go to Pisa. And we'll go to what's called the Square of Miracles. So the Square of Miracles is where... The Leaning Tower is. That's there? It's Just there. kidding. I know it is. I can, yeah. I can hardly wait. And people don't realize that the Leaning Tower of Pisa is actually the bell tower 
of the church next next to it. And then there's a, a round building, which is the baptistry. So you'll find those three buildings um, or three uh, you know, edifices in the Square of Miracles. And we'll just have some free time there. You can go, you can take pictures of the Leaning Tower, walk can, around. Can I throw a challenge out already here? Sure. I want to, if anybody is joining us, and I know we're going to have a good group joining us, I'm going to challenge you to not take a picture where you're fake holding up the building. That's impossible. I know everybody does it. Yeah, everybody does it. It looks very funny when you've seen these yeah. shots from way back far and you see these people. You can't see the perspective that their camera's seeing, but they're holding up the tower. I I've just, seen everything, Bryn. I've I, seen I guys bet. try to hold it with their backs, right. with their legs, <laughs> you know, laying it on the grass, <laughs> holding it up with their feet. Oh, man. And trust me, I've seen everything. I'm sure you have. So, um, But it's an interesting place. And, of course, if you go to Italy, that's an iconic structure oh, that, yeah. uh, you know, if you've seen in your life, it's something you don't forget, that's for sure. Why, as a kid, I always called it the Leaning Tower of Pizza? Yeah, well, maybe you made... A, I don't know why. Did you stack pizzas to make I, it? I have no idea why. Did you think I it was a bunch of that. pizza boxes? But it or? makes me laugh when I think about it, and the fact that I'm going to see it. And uh, the next morning, we'll have a free morning in uh, Florence, okay. which is great. I mean, uh, Florence is an unbelievable place to just walk around in as well. Uh, the Ponte Vecchio, the old bridge where... Little merchants had shops on the bridge, and uh, you walk through there, and you could still see uh, the little houses that are on the bridge and the little shops. And uh, the square there is unbelievable. And then there's also the Uffizi Gallery, if people are interested, one of the nicest uh, galleries in the world for art. And don't forget the statue of David is at the Academia Gallery. Ah. So if people are interested in going to see that in Florence, okay. that's where you go to see the statue of David. Okay. That afternoon, we go to Bologna, one of my favorite cities in Italy, and one that maybe a lot of people don't think about. And Bologna has uh, the oldest university in Italy, one of the oldest in the world. Okay. And uh, Bologna, that area, Emilia-Romagna, is famous for a lot of the food that we're used to. A lot of the meats, the pastas all come from that area that we're used to eating here in Canada. 15-year-old asked me if that's where bologna comes from. It, well, it's probably named after bologna. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Right? I, but I didn't have a real answer for him, but I will in a year. Yeah, and that area is also famous for another thing, and that is uh, the prosciutto ham, okay. which is the parma ham. Right. It's also famous. That rings a bell. Yeah, they're almost also famous for uh, fast cars. So that region is where you get Maseratis, Lamborghinis, and Ferraris. Hmm. So one of the things we're going to do in that region is uh, we're going to spend the day on day eight, and we're going to go to a balsamic vinegar farm. Okay. And they're going to show us how they make balsamic vinegar, the whole process, how long it takes. And we're going to have lunch there. And the lunch is probably the best meal you'll have in Italy. Every single course has balsamic vinegar in it. Really? From the okay. appetizer to the ice cream dessert or whatever dessert they're serving that day. And from there, we're going to go to Ferrari. And we're going to do a tour of the Ferrari Museum at Marinello, where the Ferrari was founded. Are we going to speed through there or are we just going to take our time? We have to yellow flag. <laughs> we have to yellow flag <laughs> okay. it. And uh, <clears throat> the... Uh, Ferrari Museum has, you know, some of the old vehicles 
the street cars. Then it also has the racing cars. It has an amazing display of all the Formula One cars, Michael Schumacher as well, which is an amazing thing. And then they have, um, you know, a, a pit stop area where you could change a tire, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, they have uh, simulator vehicles that you could try do an F1 race in the simulator you know, you feel all the bumps and everything as you go through the race. So wow. that, a lot of people enjoy going to the Ferrari Museum. Okay. Um, in the evening in Bologna, best place to just walk around uh, for little restaurants. Again, the food in that area is fantastic. The food markets, the stores, you can just walk into a lot of the stores there and see fresh pasta being sold, uh, meats and everything else. It's just unbelievable area. I love Bologna. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Oscar Meyer. <laughs> You'll be full of Bologna by the time you're done with it. Okay, so that, so that's, and we're overnighting there? We're overnighting in Bologna two nights, actually. So, okay. you know, we arrive there, we do the tour of Bologna. The next day we stay there while we do the uh, day trip to the uh, vinegar and to the uh, Ferrari. Okay. Uh, from there we check out and we go to Verona, but on the way to Verona, we're going to Venice. Great. And once we get to Venice, we take a boat, a private boat, to St. Mark's Square. Okay. Once we're at the square, we meet a local guide for a little walking tour. Then you have free time. Love it. You can explore Venice, relax, um, just stroll those little back alleys. Um, the gondola's there. You could take up to six people in a gondola. Uh, four is comfortable. It's the same price whether you go with four or six people. Okay. And you can go for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And so that's uh, something, again, while you're there, you got to do, right? Sure. You got to do it once and, uh, you know, have the gondoliers singing or, you know, uh, going through those little areas. And uh, Venice for me is is a great place, uh, you know, in our imagination that we just, we can't imagine what it's like till you're there. Like you have an idea of what Venice is in our imagination. Yeah. And then when it's there, it's, it's even crazier than you think, you know, <laughs> like they built this house on a marsh, yeah. I mean, the city on a, a marsh area. Right. And they're all on piles and these buildings are still standing after all these years. You I know, know, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you know, once we're done the tour, we'll take the boat back to the parking area and we're going to go to Verona. Verona's famous for Romeo and Juliet. Yep. So, uh, you know, Verona, to me, is my favorite city in Italy of all. And the reason is, is it has a great pedestrian area, little squares that have, you know, vibrant activity going on. And it's, it's just a relaxing, slower pace than a Rome, Florence, Venice. And you could really enjoy, you know, the Italian uh, spirit in in Verona. That's a great way to kind of wind things down for us in Italy, is it not? It's a fantastic way, and uh, the tour there, I love it. They also have a big uh, coliseum, not as big as the one in Rome, but they have a big coliseum, and they use it a lot for theater productions, like Carmen Pavarotti, when he was alive, would sing there quite often, so they use it for a lot of performances. Uh, the next morning, uh, we'll have a walking tour of Verona. Right. We'll have some free time. And then in the afternoon, we're going to travel to Oberammergau in the, in the German Alps. And Oberammergau is where they have the Passion Play every 10 years. And it's a, a small village, 
But uh, the buildings in the village are all painted with religious motifs. Little Hummel dolls are made there. Okay. And uh, so we'll stay there the evening. We'll have a little bit of free time there the next morning to wander through town. It's well worthwhile to do. And so we have to go through Austria to get there, right? Yeah, we just zip up through, through Innsbruck, Innsbruck okay. the thinner part of Austria. Yes. Um, and then we'll go to Obramagau. And then from there, we're going to go to Salzburg. But on the way to Salzburg, we're going to go to Munich. Why would we go to Munich toward the end of hmm. September? Unless it's cold, frosty, and a big-time party. Oktoberfest. Oh, I like it. Yeah. We're going to stop at Oktoberfest. We're going to be there for an afternoon. Um, enjoy the beer tents. Enjoy the activities, the music, the atmosphere. Just wander the grounds and take it all in. I think that's going to be a fantastic afternoon. Yes. And then uh, we'll uh, continue from there to Salzburg. We won't stay in Munich that evening. We'll go on onwards to Salzburg. We'll check into the hotel in Which Salzburg. Which isn't far. It's only about maybe 90 minutes yeah, at the most, yeah, right? it's about an hour and a bit. Yeah. You know, it's not that bad. And uh, even from Oberammergau to Munich, it's about an hour. So it's an hour trip into the Oktoberfest. Yeah, three, four hours there. Yeah. Maybe even a little stop downtown Munich for an hour and then head off to Salzburg. So I think that's a, that's a great day. And for those of you who have always wanted to go to Oktoberfest, we said, you know what, we're in the area. Let's do it. Let's do a little detour. Why not? Yep. You know, and then you could check it off your list of things that uh, you've always wanted to see. When we're in Salzburg the next morning, uh, we're going to Hohenwerfen Castle. It's a real castle up in the Alps, uh, just outside of Salzburg. It's... Uh, you know, an amazing fortress when you take a look at it. You go up uh, by funicular so we don't have to climb the mountain to get up there. And then once you're up there, they do a really great tour of the castle. You're allowed to touch things. You're allowed to see things. A lot of castles, you're not allowed to touch things. You're you know, roped off. You're roped off. Right. And this one, you can go right up to the belfry. You get a beautiful view of the Alps and the valley below. Unbelievable view. And then the really interesting thing is at about 11 o'clock, they have a Birds of Prey exhibition. So at this castle, they have uh, falconers who work with all different sorts of birds from small falcons all the way up to albatrosses and eagles. And so at 11 o'clock in the courtyard, we all walk down to the courtyard. Right. And they have this amazing birds of prey exhibition showing, you know, what these birds can do and how trained they are. And it's just amazing to see how huge some of them are. They're a good... Two and a half, three feet tall wow. birds, you know, and they're hopping around around you once they finish their their show. It's crazy, but uh, it's a very memorable activity, and you have to include a castle when you go to Europe. Uh, yeah, there's a few of them. There's a lot of them. But Are we going to do like a church an too? Actual, because there's a few churches too. You might hit one or two <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Okay. But I like this castle because, like I say, it's a real castle. There's some that are fairy tale castles or castles that were made for tourists. This is a real castle. Okay. And it's been a real castle for a long time. Uh, and then from there, we're going to go to downtown Salzburg, Mozart's hometown, do a little walking tour. Uh, Salzburg is obviously famous for the sound of music. Yes, it is. So, you know, you could do a pirouette if you want. You could sing around the Pegasus Fountain. Yeah. Um, there's a, you know, it's funny, that movie's been around for such a long time, and when we did Salzburg two years ago, it, we, there are some things, I ended up, of course, when you come back, you see it, it the, the movie's on like at Easter time, and all of a sudden, it just jumps and comes to life when you say, I was right there. Yeah. Hey, I was right there. 
Yes, I, I skipped along the river. I was right there. So it, it's, a, it's a fun place, and it's, uh, and it's, I, I have one memory of Salzburg, and I'm just going to throw this out there with our good friend Paul, Paul Falkowski. Uh, Falkowski. Uh, we went and had, uh, uh, I, what's, the, what's the big dessert there? That, uh, Soccer tort? Uh, the, yes. And there, uh, the, Apple strudel? That's the other one, of course. And we went into a little place that's been around for centuries, and that was the place where Mozart used to go for his... And, and, of course, you think that that's some kind of a gimmick. And it isn't. It really is the place where he went. And I know the and, place. And Paul and myself and Marty Forbes, who joined us and is joining us on this uh, trip as well, uh, we had so much fun in there. It was just great. But there's so much history that goes along with your apple strudel. So I, we, I love it. Salzburg is a beautiful place. It's a great place. place. And, yeah. again, one of my favorite small medium-sized towns in europe because everything's so compact yeah and you can walk, walk through there and there's so many historic buildings there's mozart's birth house there's doppler's place uh do you know doppler radar yes so we pass his house and then of course there's the hotel where they stayed at during the sound of music yeah oh yeah and uh, how Christopher Plummer didn't like the kids and had to stay at a different hotel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's, a, again, it's like I said about Italy and, and the places that we're going to. We've all seen so many movies with these places, Bryn. I know. And you mentioned what happened to you in Salzburg. When you see a place, you're like, oh, I remember that. I got to go in there. We're yeah, going to get that in every single place we go to. Oh, yeah. And That's the it's stuff just, you remember. Uh, this is the amazing thing about going to these places and seeing you know, in person, what is only in our imagination through movies and books and those sort of things. Um, from there, we're going to uh, go to Vienna. That's on day 13? Day 13, yeah. Okay. It's a 16-day trip. And so on day 13, we're going from Salzburg to Vienna. Once Which is, uh, oh, I, I mean, it's a wow city for me. I love Vienna. Yeah. I know what Marty thinks of it. He yeah, absolutely loves Vienna. It's and, spectacular. Uh, when we get there, we'll meet our guide. We'll do a bus and walking tour of Vienna. Yeah. Then we'll have uh, some free time in Vienna that afternoon. And I'm going to see if we could stay near the Prater Amusement Park. Okay. And the reason is, is the Prater Amusement Park has been there for forever. And it's open year round. Uh, more than just the amusements. There's also a beer garden there you can go to. Of course have there is. Have dinner, have yeah. beer, relax. But the rides are fun too. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a free entrance to the park. The rides are fun. And if the hotel's there, we could just walk across the street back to the hotel whenever we want. Okay. So that's a, that's a fun thing. Yeah, and there is one thing I'm doing on that. On I didn't do it the last time we went there. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to go to the gravesite of Mozart, which is there. Because he is one of my favorite decomposers. I knew that was As coming. You know that I joke. knew you it's were going to wait to get that It's the old in. joke. I know I can hear people groaning from here, but... I, uh, I've always wanted to go there. I have wanted to go there. So. Well, you'll have an opportunity the next morning because we right. have a free morning in Vienna. All right, great. So you can, Marty's going to go for the soccer tour at the hotel soccer. Maybe he won't get turned away this time. Yes, exactly. Um, I had no problem getting in. So this would in. be a retort. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. had no problem getting in. I don't what, know what, what, what problem you guys had. What was in the coffee before we went on here today? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. sorry. Carry on. And then from Vienna that afternoon, uh, we're going to head through Bratislava, which a lot of people don't think about. It's in Slovakia, the capital city of Slovakia. It's only 45 minutes away from Vienna. Okay. And a uh, beautiful little center of town. Um, I, I, 
I like going there. We play a lot of hockey games there with youth teams. Right. And it's, again, somewhere that we just don't think about. But it's a, a beautiful little center square. And uh, there's a semicircular street that goes from the square that has all these little restaurants and shops. And um, it, it's a great little afternoon. Uh, and then they have a big castle um, right on the Danube. So the Danube goes from Vienna, obviously, to Bratislava. Yep. And then continues on to where we're going afterwards. And that's Budapest. Heard great things about Budapest. Budapest is a an amazing city. If you love Prague, you'll love Budapest. Okay. And Budapest, again, used to be two cities, Buda and? Pest. There you go. You're amazing. I know. And, you know, some of the things in Budapest, there's the Fisherman's Bastion that we'll go and see uh, overlooking the, the whole southern part of the city. You will also see the Parliament Building, which is spectacular, probably the best Parliament Building in the world, right on the Danube. Um, Hero Square, and then Vachi Street, which is a pedestrian street leading up to the market. you got to go see that market they have there. It's unbelievable, the old market. And so you'll ha- we'll do a tour. We'll have some free time there. In the evening time, we'll go to a local restaurant that I've used a few times that I know really well. Beautiful food, great drinks. And then after that, we end the tour on our last evening with a Danube cruise. And the Danube in the evening time when all those buildings are lit up is unbelievable. Unbelievable. We had a great cruise in Prague. Yeah. A dinner on, on board one of the boats that was spectacular. I can tell you what I'm excited about already here. One, that itinerary is fantastic. And then we fly home the next day, right? Yeah, we fly home the next okay. day again via Amsterdam. One stop to Edmonton. Okay, gotcha. The, but the thing that, that, that I'm excited about through all of this is not only do I get to show somebody special to me, Europe for the very first time on what I think is a fantastic tour. But you find these little gems, these little special moments that maybe you don't see coming. And all of a sudden, wow, there it is. Or you find a little history that you just kind of stumble upon. And wow, there it is. That's the best part of all this, Paul. And the nice thing about it is we created this itinerary, Bryn, from countless itineraries that I've done over the years to Italy, to Central Europe to Budapest, to Vienna, you know, to Venice, Verona. These are all tried, tested, true places that I've taken people to that they all loved. So we're not going to areas that are new for us. We're not going to areas that we aren't familiar with. We're showing you the best of these areas. Yeah. In a nice compact itinerary that still has enough free time for people to relax, enough free time for people to go do their own thing. And still enough tours and events and special meals and special, um, you know, uh, boat trips that people are going to remember for a long time. Okay, so how can people join us? How can, because this, uh, like, I'm pumped up already, and I know that this is in September of 2022, yeah. but we got to get going on Well, it, right? and we've already spread the word to a few people. Yeah. And we're already getting people calling and registering for the tour. Yes. So two things. Number one. Uh, it's going to be on our website, azarcan.net. Okay. We'll have a link there uh, where you could download the full itinerary. Right. And uh, there will also be a list there for you to register uh, to uh, join the tour. And on top of that, you can call 780-906-7110. You could email me, paul at azarcan.net. Right. And we'll get you all the information and answer any questions that you might have. 
I don't think it's going to take long to fill this tour. We're going to email everybody on our priority list. So once they all receive it, I don't think it's going to take long for people to join us on this tour. Excellent. And we're going to take approximately 40 people. Beautiful. Love it. It's coming up. Are you jacked up about it? Oh, I'm excited. I'm ready to go to Europe right now. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, as I said, Salzburg will be one of the highlights for a lot of people. We can hardly wait. You'll, I'm sure we'll have a puppet show or something. High on the hill was a lonely goat. Is anyway, that you yodeling just, in the background. It was. That oh, was me. That's fantastic, Bryn. Paul, thanks. Uh, once again, the uh, the phone number and the, uh, yeah, the website. Yeah, the easiest is all the information will be at azrakan.net. We'll also post it on our Facebook page. And I'm sure you're going to get an email from us as well if you're already on the priority list. Okay, super. Hey, come and join us. It'll be a blast. All right. Where's our actual music? Hang on. Here we go. <laughs>